Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Positively Me. I hope you guys are all well and having the most amazing start to your week. And also I hope you've enjoyed your bank holiday weekend. Especially considering this weather has been absolutely incredible. England is pulling through. I don't know where it's come from, but I'm definitely not complaining. I am actually lucky enough to have a pool at home. And this has been the first time this weekend that I have got in there this year and last year we didn't heat it so it was like a nice little treat to get in there i'm one of those people that get incredibly guilty if i don't make the most of like the sunny weather and like because we don't get it very often i feel like i literally need to be outdoors all day but obviously that isn't realistic to be able to do that to live literally outdoors when it's sunny but just trying to get outdoors as much as possible but at the minute i'm actually looking after my sister's little doggies they're two little mini sausage dogs and i'm actually looking after her friend's mini sausage dogs as well her friend's sausage dogs are long-haired mini ones and oh my god they are just adorable so currently got four sausage dogs at the minute and it seems cute and trust me when they're sleeping and they're just being well behaved it is but oh my god last night was chaotic i put them to sleep at like half 11 and for three hours were they crying and whining and genuinely scratching up the door and like non-stop for three hours and i felt so guilty for them because i know what it feels like to be anxious and want attention and be scared and like not really know what's going on and I felt so bad so I just had to come down and give them some fuss so I did that for like 20 minutes and then I went upstairs I tried to settle them down and all of a sudden they literally start howling and barking like oh like that like non freaking stop so Ben just had to come down and sleep with them downstairs because it was wild they were just non-stop going at it guys anyway I thought we could have a little chat about 
The things I wish I knew sooner in ED recovery, and of course, this is all just in my personal opinion and my from my personal experience, but I thought this would be a good one to talk about. I, I do love talking to you guys about this. You guys know that I don't want my literal whole kind of content to be purely on ED recovery and body confidence and that kind of thing, although I am very passionate about it. Not that I want to be known, but I don't want my only thing to be about ED recovery because that was my whole life a few years ago but now I'm so much more than that do you know what I mean like I have so many other interesting factors and things to talk about and things to show you guys I am also very passionate about eating disorders and gaining freedom and healing journeys and loving yourself and that kind of thing and getting to be the best version of yourself so I thought we could talk about the things that I wish I knew sooner in eating disorder recovery in my personal opinion. So the first point is baby steps. So for me, I would just say it's so important to take every day, day by day, because it impossible to just suddenly be able to fix your relationship with food eating disorder recovery isn't a quick fix and it's not going to happen overnight eating disorder recovery is a complete and utter lifestyle change and something that I always always say and genuinely stick by and remind myself daily is that in order to grow you need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations it's so so true and I noticed that in so many different aspects of my life in eating disorder recovery you are already going to be uncomfortable period like being in that situation going through that part of your life that journey of being in eating disorder recovery is going to be hard and uncomfortable so in my opinion you need to make that situation as comfortable as you physically can because you're going to make a very very uncomfortable situation as comfortable as possible do you know what I mean like no matter how comfortable you make it the situation is still going to be uncomfortable so you're still going to grow but you've got to put yourself in the best best situation possible in a bad situation you know what I mean although it is good because obviously you're doing it for all the right reasons um there's so many positives that will come from it and of course it is the right thing to do so for me in the first few months into recovery I actually counted calories and although that may be controversial um I have a reason for this so I gradually increased how much I was eating like so tiny every week and although the end goal was obviously to not count calories I wanted to completely get away from that but a positive for my eating disorder brain was that it kept me in control which meant I was more comfortable which meant I was actually able to increase how much I was eating if I was too uncomfortable I wouldn't have been able to do that and I wouldn't be able to make the progress that I did eventually for example if I went straight into going all in I'm assuming you guys know what all in is if you don't then I've done lots of Q&A's on it I've done a video eating all in on my YouTube from a couple years ago but it's basically just where you eat everything that you physically crave one listen to your mental hunger absolutely everything like you literally just go all in you don't count calories you don't stop eating when you're full you just eat until you physically are not thinking of food anymore so yeah, if I went straight into going all in as soon as I committed to recovery, I would have been like absolutely petrified and there's no doubt that I would have gone straight back to square one because it would have been such a big jump. In my situation, it was completely okay to take those baby steps where I was still, you know, letting the eating disorder control me slightly by counting those calories, but I was also putting myself in, in an uncomfortable situation by 
increasing the calories which is something that was terrifying but obviously we don't just want to sit there forever it's just like a stepping stone you know so remember that it's okay to take the baby steps but just don't lose sight of the end goal and stick to your guns and something that helped me stick to my guns was take us on to our second point here guys knowing my why and this is something that I talk about in all of my all-in Q&A's all of my eating disorder recovery Q&A's this is probably one of my top points of advice for anyone who is starting to recover from their eating disorder obviously the eating disorder specifically I am talking about is anorexia I mean if that's I don't know if that is obvious but it is for me at least because it's my experience this is my experience with anorexia so I'm not sure too much about other sort of eating disorders but if this advice applies for you then kind of pick what you want to take from this but finding your why and remind yourself of this reason every morning every day every night and a huge thing is like you must actually believe your why it can't just be something that you think is right or you've heard someone else has said this is why they're doing it or that kind of thing it has to mean something to you and you have to actually want it so this was my why getting my life back being more motivated, enjoying things that I used to enjoy before my ED and my eating disorder took all the enjoyment away from it, being less irritable, not being freezing all the time, being able to concentrate on other things and not not having my mind completely consumed by thoughts of food and eating disorder thoughts every single second of every single day. I basically just wanted to get my life back. I wanted to be active. I wanted to have my personality back. I wanted to have better mental health, all of these things. And a huge one as well was getting my period back. When I was in my peak of my anorexia and, you know, just really struggling with my anorexia, I loved, and I mean this, and it's crazy for me to think about now, I loved the thought of having bad health. It was like successful if I could see my health was deteriorating. So not having a period was brilliant. Being cold all the time was great. Getting dizzy when I stand up was the goal. Like all of these things I freaking loved. But something that did scare me about the period is that obviously that can cause infertility. And I'm somebody that very, very, very much has always wanted kids and I'm still very stuck on that and I was very scared that if I didn't have my period maybe one day I could be be a mum and that would be absolutely soul destroying for me so that was a huge motivator for me that I wanted to get my period back but obviously you can get your period back and still be under eating um so it wasn't just stop when I get my period back I had to have all my other reasons for recovering as well to help me stick to it and trust me I did so yeah I also do just want to say that you do not have to be skinny to recover or go all in and that you're eating disorder is just as validated at any weight this is a mental disorder not a physical disorder and of course it does have physical effects but ultimately an eating disorder is a mental issue so the next point is that it won't happen overnight of course the length of recovery is going to be different for everyone that goes without saying some people may take a couple of weeks some people may take up to 15 years like it genuinely genuinely depends on the person I'm about two and a half years into my recovery and I definitely still do struggle with some ED thoughts like now and again but something that I would hate 
to happen from you guys hearing that is that you guys are put off recovery from hearing that or you guys are scared off because of that but the reason I'm telling you is just because I do want to be completely honest and open with you guys about my journey and I would hate for you guys to go into it expecting to kind of have complete freedom after like a month and because I've sold you this dream and then you kind of go back into your old ways because it's taking too long and you compare your journey to someone else's that didn't seem to take that long and yours is taking way longer compared to it so I just think the best way to be is just real and yeah I do still struggle I do still get thoughts down again but even though I may still have some thoughts sometimes I have learned how to deal with them so much better and they might come but then they'll go within a couple of seconds for the most of the time so they no longer affect my life and most importantly they no longer control me and I think what is the most cool thing about it all is that I actually control them and let me tell you it is the most rewarding feeling to have the thoughts come in and me just kind of not do anything about them like I do not act on those thoughts those thoughts do not control me anymore and it's so rewarding to feel that and notice that and that makes me notice the growth because it shows me how well I deal with them compared to how I used to you know what I mean so yeah please don't be intimidated by how long it may take to get to this point or get to the point where you're feeling even a slight bit better and even if it does take 10 years obviously that's probably unlikely it'll take that long but you know it may be a chance I'm just giving a very exaggerated answer just to kind of show you how worth it is but even if it does take 10 years feeling food freedom feeling freedom from urine disorder for the rest of your life will be so worth however long it took you to get to that point I promise you that like there's no amount of time that would be like oh no that's too long you may as well just stick with it like however long it takes you it will be worth it there's no amount of time in recovery that's too long and if it means experiencing the freedom from coming out the other side of eating disorder recovery then it's a win you know you've just got to stick to your guns and remember that why the next point is in my opinion again remember recovery is harder than the eating disorder itself and again just being completely honest and open this is something that you kind of think oh I'm going to go into recovery and life's going to be good you know you think oh god as soon as I just choose to recover life is going to be brilliant but in my personal opinion god was it awful having an eating disorder it's horrendous and I know that but the beginning stages of recovery were even worse and of course it does eventually get better and it does take me back to the point that growth comes from being in an uncomfortable position so recovery really does prove that point those beginning stages of recovery is literal hell but that is where the most growth is gonna happen so you have to stick with it especially in those times and remember this quote when hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You do kind of feel like that in recovery. Remember that it's something basically, what I'm trying to say, I can't think of the quote, but it's like when you feel like you're most likely to give up, that's when most other people will give up. But that's the point where you need to push more and you need to work harder. And that is when the results are going to start to show. When everyone else was going to give up at that point, but you got to that point and you kept going and kept going. That is where people go wrong. And that's where you can stick through that hard times and really, really make a difference for yourself. I don't know the quote, but it basically means that. So having an eating disorder was really like having a comfort blanket for me because I was so set on living my life that way. I was so set on having an eating disorder and just living that way because it gave me what I wanted, you know, I was in control, well, my eating disorder was in in control, but that almost gave me control in a very weird way, the eating disorder in me loved that I was happy living my life that way, and because of that, it completely took control, so taking that control back was genuinely one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do, as it completely goes against what I was used to, and what made me safe, but again, gotta do what's uncomfortable, my next point is that no food is unhealthy so yes another super controversial point here guys and I am by no means a doctor dietitian whatever however I would genuinely say hand on my heart in eating disorder recovery this point is 100% one to remember and live by no food is unhealthy and I still live by this if I'm honest guys but if you've been restricting for however long you need to make up for past restriction and you need every type of food to do this. So whatever it is that you are craving, whether that's mentally or physically, you need to step out of that eating disorder mode and imagine you're talking to your younger self. You're talking to them and you're telling them that eating that snack or that meal or anything that you're thinking of is the right thing to eat and that you should have it. Too much of anything is going to be unhealthy, you know. If I only ate lettuce all day, that would be unhealthy. If I only ate ice cream all day, that would be unhealthy. But having ice cream and lettuce in one day is not unhealthy. It's it's completely okay. It's completely healthy. If that means that you're in eating disorder recovery and you are just eating eating disorder you are just eating eating disorder, and you are just eating ice cream all day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's not gonna last forever, guys. Y- you may feel like it is. You might you might think this craving is never ending. You could genuinely eat non-stop ice cream for the rest of your life. That's how you feel right then, but that will change, and you will find a balance, okay? Eat whatever the frick you guys want. Like, your bodies deserve all of this food. Whatever your body wants, it should have. And this takes me on to the next point. You need to honor all types of hunger. So let me give you an example. I used to eat 
to the point where I would be so physically full and bloated to the point that I genuinely could be sick because I might have just eaten 6,000 calories in one sitting. I wouldn't count, but you know when you have that mindset, you pretty much know how much you're eating. So I might have literally just eaten like 6,000 calories in one sitting. But if my brain was still thinking about Jaffa cakes or my brain was still thinking about a slice of toast, whatever it is, that means I want it. I don't care if I'm just thinking about it, but I feel so incredibly full. I'm not letting that confuse me. I'm not saying, no, I'm so full. I'm being stupid. Like I don't want it. I'm so full. I've just eaten 6,000 calories. I'm saying I've just eaten 6,000 calories, but my brain is still thinking about Jaffa cakes. Shit, I must still want Jaffa cakes. I need to go get them Jaffa cakes, you know? And it really is as simple as that. For me, it would get to the point where I genuinely eat enough for like a family of four. And only then would I feel satisfied, like to the point where I genuinely wasn't thinking of food anymore. That is really when you know you're truly honoring your hunger, when you genuinely are just not thinking of food anymore. And that will be an incredible feeling because when I had that feeling for the first time, it was just life-changing. I couldn't believe that I was experiencing not thinking of food for a moment. And yeah, I may have been very uncomfortable because of how much I've just eaten but that feeling was one that I hadn't experienced in a very long time and it was a very challenging one but it was great and I have that every day now but yes in the moment it might feel like you're a bottomless pit and no amount of food will get you to the point where you aren't thinking of food but remember that it is possible and by eating absolutely everything that comes to your mind you will be able to get to that point and it will be so refreshing to be able to focus on other things in life that isn't food related and that is the freedom that recovery brings so why wouldn't you want that you know okay my next point and one that's maybe a little bit different that you wouldn't expect but let me tell you this guys people won't change okay And this is a hard one to accept. It really is. I struggle with this to this day. No matter how much of the journey someone has been through with you, how much you have discussed your journey with someone, how much they've literally seen your journey with you, you know, gone through it with you. Yes, of course, their mindset may shift, but you also cannot rely on others' mindsets changing because of what you have been through you're still going to be surrounded by people talking about themselves negatively people are still going to say triggering things some people may preach to you about how they completely understand what you're going through or what you have been through they may tell you god I can't believe like how much I've learned from what you've gone through I can't believe I used to think this way now I understand it all now it makes so much more sense like you need to do this yada 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 but they may say that and the actions may show otherwise I'm not the type of person to feel like this or be like this, but I hate to expect the worst from people. But in this situation, I do feel like you really have to, because if I didn't expect the worst from people, I genuinely get upset every day. People that are close to me right now that know what I've been through or, you know, still going through will talk to me about losing weight or cutting back on food or only eating certain food types for summer and going on these fad diets and, oh God, you don't want to eat that if you're getting in a bikini. And I, I find it so uncomfortable to respond to because I don't want to encourage it. I don't want to agree and I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I don't want to eat that before getting in a bikini because I don't agree with it, you know? But at the same time, 
I don't want to answer them with a lecture on why I don't agree. I don't want to be like, oh no, you don't need to do that. Like, I don't get me wrong, I do do that. I'm not like, I, I do go like, oh no, don't be silly, like you're already perfect, yada yada, like do you not love the way you are already? Like, I do do that, but obviously I'm not going to be like, oh well, I don't agree, yada yada yada. I mean, not obviously some people would do that, but for me, I just feel too uncomfortable to say things like that to people and it's just not really my thing to be like that I think I should be more like that but I think my first step in more being more like that is by actually saying however you're healthy is like the best version of you I do say things like that but I am not at the point where I'd kind of go back with a lecture and kind of be like yeah well yada you know I just kind of feel very uncomfortable with my response and I don't really know what to say because I don't want to seem like I'm like put them in an uncomfortable situation where they have to be wary about what they're saying around me but I also don't want to agree with what they're saying and be like oh yeah you look so great oh look at all that weight you've lost do you know what I mean because I don't agree with that (laughs) and also triggering comments will just come up all of the time like in just general day-to-day life so I'll give you an example Once I was getting my nails done, and when I tell you every other woman in the salon was having a group conversation about each of their fad diets that they were going on, or that they're already on, and honestly, luckily I was at a really good um, situation in my, like, stage in my recovery, like, it wasn't too long ago, Um, and I just felt bad for them, like, all I wanted to do is just join in the conversation and just tell them how much more to life there is than looking the way society has made them feel to look but obviously nobody asks so I'm not just gonna pipe up and start being like oh no because it's so tapped into everyone's brains that they're brainwashed and it's not that easy you don't just say a comment and they're like oh yeah I'm perfect the way I am do you know what I mean like it it's not that easy and we all know that My boyfriend's just got in the shower, so I hope you can't hear, like, that noise. It sounds a bit like rain. But it takes us on to our last point of this episode. Also, this is just going to be part one of this topic of conversation, just because there is genuinely so much to talk about. So I'm sure I'm going to make up another episode on this topic, because I feel like I could still talk forever about this. So if you guys are interested in that, let me know, and I'll be sure to get that out ASAP. But the next thing and the next and final thing is there is never going to be a right time to start so just go for it and just commit yeah very much easier said than done but for me I would tell myself that I wanted to get to a certain way or lose x amount more then I'll recover then I'll decide to start my recovery journey but what would happen is I'd get to that weight and I would just still be unhappy so I'd never actually end up recovering or committing to recovery at least so then I'd set a new goal away and I'd want to get to that and then I'd be like oh then I'll recover because so I was like oh I want to lose this amount this amount of weight then I'd lose that amount of weight and then I'd be like oh no I, I'm not happy yet. I don't want to recover yet because I still want to lose this amount of weight so you're never happy it's a never-ending vicious cycle you know there was no amount of weight loss that would make me happy and there was not a right number on the scale that was a right weight for me to recover so recovery would just never come do you know what I mean there's a saying that I really like that I feel like works well with this and that is that the best time to plant a tree was 100 years ago the second best time is today and it really is the exact same for recovery 
the best time to commit to recovery was as soon as possible but the second best time is now and the longer you leave it the harder it gets and this is so so true and the more you decide to recover and then stop and then go back and then forth and then you recover and then you stop recovering and all of this you're making it harder for yourself you're putting yourself through that torture again you're putting yourself through that decision of shall I recover shall I not and then you go into recovery for a day or two or whatever it is and then you have to do it all again and it's gonna get harder the longer you leave it the harder it gets and there never is going to be a a right time to recover because it's hard and it's uncomfortable you're not gonna wake up one day and want to eat all these foods or you're not gonna wake up one day and for example be okay with gaining weight like you've just got to do it for future you and you have to commit it's extremely hard but there's never going to be a right time to start so you just have to do it okay and I'll be here every single step of the way and I love you guys so much and I know you can do this and I know it's hard but it is doable and it's worth it and it's incredible and it's freeing and it's the biggest achievement that I have ever achieved and I've achieved a lot in my lifetime so that says a lot guys. But yeah, that is going to wrap up my episode here, guys. I have actually started posting on my Positively Me pod account on Instagram. So please do go and give that a follow if you're interested in having a look at what I got to say on there. Give this a five-star rating if you did enjoy. All my socials are just Brooke Paintain, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all that jazz. So if you want to keep up to date with me, you can go follow me over on those socials. But yes, please do have the best week ever. I love you all so much. Stay strong and I will see you next Tuesday for another episode. Bye guys. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.